Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This week on The Real Guy Podcast, Captain Norm brings us his coverage of the 2023 Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is The Real Guy Podcast. Let's welcome Captain Norm for another 60 minutes of... Epic, uninterrupted, unfiltered. pure, unfiltered. Uh, but you know what? Um, I, I got to start by uh, retracting a statement that I made the last time that we did a podcast with Busaka. Um, I had incorrectly identified the Charlie's Angels. Shut you son of a bitch. Yeah, I did. And, you know, I I don't want to spread misinformation. And I know for the legions of Charlie's Angels fans who are out there, you were probably highly offended that I misnamed one of them. Uh, The original three Charlie's Angels uh, included uh, uh, Jacqueline Smith, Farrah Fawcett, and Kate Jackson. Kate and Jackson. I said Kate Smith. So no, I said Kate Smith, and then you went along with it. I oh, sh- did I? I screwed you up. Okay, so I'm surprised we didn't get kicked off the internet for giving I, that misinformation. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand how you didn't get just gobs of emails, hate, hate-filled <laughs> emails. Well, after listening to that podcast and then reading all the feedback, <laughs> I don't think there's that many people old enough to uh, reference the Charlie's Angels like we did. Yeah, but you know what? You got to go back and you got to you got to look at the classics. You, you got to watch the classics. You got to know where you've come from and your history to know who you are and where you're going. But to pick up on the Charlie's Angels thing, the reason we were talking about them is yeah. back when chicks like used to be hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I went to uh, my daughter's high school homecoming. Mm. How'd that go? Fairly disappointing. In what way? They were all just sitting around on their cell phones or taking selfies of each other? Yeah, kind of. Half Most of them weren't there. But the, um, home, really? the homecoming, uh, what do you call the people, all the nominees and stuff? <clears throat> the alumni? The alumni? No, the kids that, you know. Oh, like the prom queen or yeah, the, the homecoming queen, queen the king, and, and all they, that? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't like, like they, went at, they, did, they weren't even like dressed up. Like, like that's why we were talking about the Charlie's Angels. Like you can dress down if you're like Daisy Duke category. Yeah. But otherwise, you gotta you know you should dress up. You want to look nice. You want to be presentable. They were it. <sighs> T-shirts. No. Yeah. For a homecoming. Only one girl had a gown on. We have we don't have standards anymore. Well, I'm just saying just, it's there's no standards. It's just saying it's it it pay. Well, it's fashionable to look horrible now, and it kills me. And then I was thinking about that topic last night. I went to a Halloween party, right? Yeah. And um, the a couple came in, big guy being Elvis, good good character for the that stature hack. of the man. That hack. 
but his wife came as Priscilla. <laughs> and she had, you know, nice yeah, gown, yeah, yeah. nice garment on, the yeah. hair, the big glasses Priscilla and everything. Beautiful. Right. And this lady was dressed up <clears throat> to be beautiful. And I told her when he came in, I said, you know, we talk about this. I said, you look phenomenal. I said, I miss the time when girls used to try to look phenomenal. You know, I, I, I'll tell you what. I, the thing that kills me the most is they, they go out. They don't. There's no class anymore. Okay. There's a lot of there's. I just see it so much. And there's, there's, I mean, I saw it at the boat show and it was just totally devoid of that. And, you know, just so many people trying to be slutty and just, it's just like, wow, you know, it's just, where is it? Where's the class factor? Show me, show me, show me a Laura Ashley dress on a beautiful woman. That doesn't exist anymore. You know, it's true. And it's class. And, you know, it's class because you recognize it immediately as soon as you see it, like a nice sundress or something like that. You don't see that anymore. They're all, you know, you got you got girls that are going out to nice restaurants wearing yoga pants. Right. And the only girls that do catch the girls that do catch your eyes nowadays are paid. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Like the paid chick to make you look. We're going to we're going to talk a little bit about that. Well, Norman, before we get into you going to the boat show, mm-hmm. you know, Basaka went to the boat show, too. Did he? So the two co-hosts of the Real Guy podcast attended Flibs 2000, what are we, 23? I don't even know. Yeah. and um, They shouldn't even call it Flibs. They should call it Suckfest. And they should refer to the number of years the boat show has been around. So, in other words, if this was like year 48, I don't know what it is, okay? This should be Suckfest 48. Come on. That, I'm that, just saying. Suckfest? Suckfest. No one's going to do that. They got to sell tickets. The people got to show you up. You wouldn't buy a ticket to Suckfest 48? I would. Well. But then again, since, I since, have different standards. Since you put it that way, I might want to see what Suckfest 48. Anyway. I'd be like Fantasy Fest. Anyway. And in, in the beers we're drinking today during the podcast, you discovered these at the boat show? Okay. Well, I, I, I actually have some. Let's just do a boat show debrief. Okay. Because that's really what this is about. <laughs> and I wanted to bring to you, uh, I, I, got, I got a little bit of boat show prep here. And I wanted to bring to you a taste of the boat show. Okay. And so I brought uh, a six-pack of Kona Big Waves. Liquid Aloha. Liquid Aloha. Liquid Aloha. Okay. And this seemed to be the beer that a lot of people were drinking at the boat show that I noticed. Were people sporting their Kona Big Waves? They were sporting the piss out of their Kona Big Waves. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're $17 Kona Big Waves. Is that what is that what they were charging? It's $17 for a beer. For a bottle of beer. For for well, they weren't in bottles, they were in cans. They did they did cans? Big, but they didn't cans. do drafts. I didn't see any drafts. Okay. In fact, little bit of information there. I didn't see the Budweiser girls. The Budweiser chicks were not at the I boat didn't show? see it and there was no Bud Light. So, I'm kind of thinking that that and I, I'm not to not that's not to say that it wasn't there. I just didn't see it. Mm. Okay, interesting. Yeah. 
So I don't know. I don't know what happened to the Budweiser game, but I think it was sorely lacking at this year's uh, flibs. Hmm. Yeah, maybe Budweiser's boycotting flibs, or it might just be that they weren't. Uh, they weren't. Uh, well, invited I'm just, back. I'm just saying that that I don't bo- know. That well, bo- there was Budweisers. That boat show crowd, right? Yeah. I wouldn't exactly call them the most loyal beer drinking crowd. Like for instance, they'll go with the new the new brand, the new wave, the new Well, there were Budweisers there. Right. You could get a Budweiser, you could get a Miller Lite. We'll put it this way. Do you think but- do you think the Kona Big Wave would have sold at NASCAR event last week? Like it did at the boat show. Probably because Bud Light's on the outs. So, yeah, I think it might have. I don't know. I, I would have to ask somebody that actually went to NASCAR. You know, I got invited to go to NASCAR. Did you? Joe Snook called me or texted yeah. me. Yeah? He's like, yo, dog, I'm coming over for NASCAR. And he wanted to know if I was going. Uh-huh. And um, I don't know. Like, I think. I'd have to ask Deb. Well, Joe Snook's over. He's from uh, like the Naples area, Goodland, like yeah, right yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, that's kind of like more of the NASCAR crowd. Okay. And um, I think they just assumed that like normal, you know, outdoorsman types would go to NASCAR. Mm-hmm. But you know, Tri County is like the weirdest place in the world when nah, it comes to yeah, sporting yeah. events. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I I had a very good friend of mine that went to uh, went to Homestead for that last uh, race. Uh, Deb Deo, she's from the Keys. She's a captain down there. Runs a charter boat called the Salt Shaker or something. Salt Walker. Salt Walker. And so I'd have to get her for a debrief uh, on on that. I should get Joe Snook on the podcast. Yeah, man. You know how many people got mad at him for having the name Joe Snook? No. Why? Well, he breaks on the scene, this is years ago, down in in Goodland, right? Yeah. And he was doing good with the Snooks, and I think think someone called him Joe Snook. But that's like an Italian thing. Well, it was just a thing. It's like, like you know, if he was mobbed up, he'd be Joe Snook. But I think some of those, you know, more Florida cracker types got kind of like, what do you mean this guy's Joe Snook? Joe Snook, nah. I don't think they did. He ain't from around here. Right. He just rolled in there and all of a sudden he's Joe Snook. Right. It's like going to Bimini and calling yourself a guide in Bimini and then calling yourself like Bonefish Al. Right. Well, my advice to Joe Snook was just get another lunker in their face. Which was the advice that Lamont used to give me when people hated on me. Yeah. The more they hate on you, the more lunkers you put up, and then kind of, you know, puts yeah. everything in perspective. But anyway, Joe Snook invited me to go to NASCAR this year. And you, what, you were busy? You were booked or something? I was fishing that day. Oh, I gotcha. I was fishing that day. I think that was the day I had Ryder out there doing sailfish or whatever. Let's talk about that. Ryder caught himself his first sailing his fish. First sailfish. Nice. It was Congratulations. Impressive. It was impressive because fishing was pretty slow. Yeah. So the kid went out there the first day and didn't see a thing. Mm-hmm. And um Oh, so you went a couple of days. I did two days with okay, Ryder. Nice. And uh we didn't see a thing. Uh-huh. But getting ready for the next day, Ryder was just as fired up about going the second day as he was the first day. Okay. Which, you know, shows some character, some resilience, yep. some real guidance. Well, and in a weird way, I'm kind of glad that it was hard to get a sailfish. Because we could have went out there and banged three in the first hour. And, and the, if you had, it would have... Right. Yeah, it's, I get it's it. A different, it's a different... Yes. It, it's different. Yes. 
when you have to work hard for something it's and then you achieve reward. it yeah. right yeah then expect and especially for a 13 year old right you know what i mean i had a situation like that i took a 13 year old kid who just lost his father and i took him out fishing and the, f- the weird thing was is the last thing his father his father called me out of the blue and he says uh listen he says um next time you get a chance i want you to take my son alex fishing and it was the last thing he ever said to me and i said okay yeah sure steve no problem and uh the next it was like the next day or two he was gone he had passed away in an, uh, in an, in a horrible auto accident so I mean, after the smoke cleared, I I honored his last request of me, and I took him fishing. And the kid smokes a 35-pound Wahoo on on spinning tackle, okay? And uh, it was a nice fish. We caught it on mono. We were trying to catch him a sailfish. We caught him on live bait. And uh, the next day or two, maybe a couple of days later, he calls me up, and he says, hey, uh, you think we can go out there and catch another Wahoo like that? I said, no. <laughs> I really don't think so, kid. <laughs> you don't realize what you just did. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. not an everyday kind of thing. It might take you another 30 years to do that, kid. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Well, you know, it, it's a thing. And, uh, you know, for kids to understand that, you know, putting in some hard work, you know, can pay off, whether it's fishing or anything else, I think it's, you know, at that age, extremely valuable. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean? And I'm trying to teach my own kid that. You know, we I've taken him out there a couple of times. You know, one day we got we got skunked, and then the next day we catch a couple of dolphin, and you know, he's caught some blackfin tunas with me. So I'm kind of building him up for the whole sailfish thing. Right. Yeah. So anyway, no NASCAR for me. Joe okay. Snook goes to NASCAR, and um, I forgot why we were even talking about that. I'm not really sure. Well, we were talking about beer. Oh, yeah, the beer thing. Okay. Let's get back to the boat show and the Kona Big Wave Liquid Aloha. Liquid Aloha. So, it's pretty tasty. Yeah. No, it's it's not bad. It's kind of got a hoppy taste to it. It's not quite as hoppy as an IPA, or it might be an IPA. I don't know. I can't even read the... It tastes IPA-ish. Ish, yes. I can't, I can't read the label because it's in blue. Uh, and maybe that's the way they want it. <laughs> they want you <laughs> so know you don't know what the there. hell it is. The, uh, but you know, whatever. I like I like IPAs. The first one, like it's nice and hearty, a little bit more mm-hmm. taste and all that. But after after one, I kind of like to go back to lighter stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just my own taste. Yeah. And then let's just say that IPAs are way smoother going down, <laughs> as opposed to what happens <laughs> later later on. <laughs> so you know. I try not to like you know stink too bad. Well, so let me I don't just do tell a lot of IPAs. Let me just tell you something. Having been in the bar business, okay, if people knew how bad beer smells when it goes bad, like if you throw one in the trash, you would never drink a beer ever again in your life. It's pretty gross. It's pretty nasty. So, with that in mind, speaking of nasty. Let's talk, let's do a little boat show debrief. Let's do it. Okay. All right. First of all, Norm, congratulations for making it through the boat show. Thank you. Thank you. And I'd like to think that one of the motivating factors for you to go to the boat show 
would be the list that you're getting ready to go over? Well, you know, I, I felt like I needed to do a debrief. Okay. Okay. And this is just kind of my take on the boat show after a 20-year absence. I, 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 I kind of embellished a bit on, on Facebook and some mm-hmm. of the... I said that you were on a 20-year boycott. Well, it, it really wasn't so much of a boycott as much as it was this year I actually had a reason to go. And the reason was I wanted to show my kid the boat show. He'd never seen it before. Right. So there was that. And then uh, my cousin uh, asked me if I was going, and I said, yeah. And so... We, you know, we made plans, and then I invited another friend of mine, Tammy. So uh, we we all loaded up, and um, made it a family event. We made there. it. We made it. We made it kind of an event there. And you know, first of all, getting to and from the boat show, it was interesting because I was hell bent on not taking a water taxi. Okay. okay? And so the first thing we wanted to do, uh, my my cousin who prepares uh, meticulously for everything that he does, uh, researched parking and transportation and everything else like that. So he had that whole game down and he had a plan A and a plan B. Plan A, which was to uh, go to West Marine and take a free shuttle, didn't pan out because their parking was full. So we went to plan B, which was to park at the convention center. And getting to the convention center and parking was not a big deal. Good. This was early in the morning. I say early in the morning, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, something like that. And it was on a Thursday, so it wasn't, you know, a peak time. And so uh, so that was easy. It was an e- we, we went through the convention center first, um, got to look at all the jet skis and uh, all, the, uh, all, the, all the smaller stuff. Um, and we kind of just sort of rifled through there. I saw a couple of people I know. So you didn't really spend a lot of time in the convention center? Didn't really spend a lot of time in the convention center. I would have liked to have spent just a little bit more time, but my I had a feeling that my cousin was on a mission to uh, shop some boats. So your cousin was really boat showing it. Well, okay. He told me he wanted to look at some boats, but I didn't realize he was shopping. And there's a difference... When you go to the boat show, there's a difference between shopping for a boat at the boat show and just looking at boats right. and taking in the whole thing. Right. Well, I didn't realize that he was actually shopping because if he was actually shopping, I might not have taken Brooks with me on that particular day. I might have taken a second day to go, all right, or gone on a different day. And so he looked at three different boats. I won't get into it. But uh, it, suffice it to say, it took up three quarters of the time that we uh, spent at the boat show um, watching him just get drooled on uh, by all these sales holes. Were the sales holes were drooling on your cousin? They were just, it was, it's, as soon as you stepped onto the float to see the boats, it was like they converged on you like flies on shit, like moths to a flame. And you could just see the hot, steaming breath that was coming out of them. The drool that was coming out of the corners of their mouths. Okay, because he walked in. He walked in looking like a shopper. He was very prepared. He had a little notepad out. And he was, 
you know, he was he was looking the part. He was the guy that should be at the boat and show. He was the guy that should have been at the boat show. Good for him. And so he spent a, a, a great degree of time, you know, going through the boats. He asked me some questions, but I mean, the sales hall was right, right there, just breathing. I could actually see the back of his shirt inflating and deflating with each breath that that sales hole was, you know, gushing down his back. It was just gross. So, so, so what kind of what kind of boat was he looking for? Okay, so he uh, he doesn't fish. Well, he fishes a little bit, but he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't buy a boat to fish on it. He's not look, he just so he wasn't he's a looking cruiser. for a fishing boat. No, he's like boat. a he's like a he's like a sandbar type. And so uh, he was looking at a he's got a he's got a thirty one Sea Ray right now. He wants to get out of that boat. He was looking at a thirty three Regal, a thirty one Formula, and a thirty two Sea Ray. And oh, Maron, the pricing on these boats is oh my God! It's just I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. The thirty three uh, the thirty three Regal. Now these are boat show prices, and the thirty three Regal was uh, was the best buy at three hundred ninety thousand dollars before the trade in. <laughs> okay, four hundred thousand dollars for a Regal. And oh wait a minute, but it gets even better. The formula was. Uh, four hundred. I want to say it was four hundred eighty-three thousand dollars. Like another, almost another hundred thousand dollars more for a boat that was two feet shorter and nowhere near as much boat as the thirty-three Regal was. And then uh, he looked at a Sea Ray, which was too much boat for him. Uh, but it was thirty-two feet and it had a nice cabin and everything else like that. And it, I mean, it would have been a nice day boat or weekender boat, you know, little sh- short jaunts to Bimini or something like that. Nice little boat. But uh, you know, it was just and that boat was like five hundred eighty thousand dollars or something, half a million dollars. You could buy a condo for the same price that you would spend on a thirty-two Sea Ray. Come on. No, the prices are out of control. Okay, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm looking at them. I'm going, what, what, what? I don't, I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? I, for a half a million dollars, I could go buy a used Merit in pristine Palm Beach condition and fish the circuits with that boat. Right. But would anybody at the sandbar buy a beer bringing that boat? No, no, because they they, they're all the same. Right. But if your cousin got that fancy sea ray. And there were no tow rails. Uh, of course not. You know, but if on. he had that fancy sea ray, either one, somebody would be looking for a free beer, or two, maybe getting somebody a free beer at the sandbar. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, anyway. So, uh, uh, long story short, you know, that was kind of, and I, I the reason I wanted, to, I wanted to show Brooks around and I wanted to show him this, you know, meet some people and all that kind of stuff. And we really didn't quite get to do that because my cousin was shopping that much. And, but he was shopping smart. I mean, he had all the right questions and he had everything. You could tell he did his due diligence. And he, uh, he, he really prepared for this, uh, for this show. So um, I was more than happy to just kind of let him go through that without you know, trying to race him through it or anything. But some of these some of these boats, like I, I just wouldn't even step on them because I'd, I'd go up to the placard where they list the pricing. I wouldn't even step on the boat. Right. You don't want to waste anybody's time, especially no. your own. And that's, and, but that's the thing, you know. All these guys are there that are working the show, 
you got to have a little respect for them because they are trying to make a buck. They are trying to make a living there. And, you know, if I walk on board that boat, I don't want to just be a looky-loo. So if I'm not buying or I'm not helping somebody to buy that boat, I don't want to waste anybody's time. Let the next guy get on and take my spot. Right. I'm all, I'm all right with that. Right. You know? But uh, let me just tell you something. You talk about... This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Pomp and circumstance and, oh, God. I remembered why it had been 20 years since I'd seen the boat show. And, you know, I, 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 uh, I drove by it today after I finished my port job. And... Uh, I saw. I see just as many people on the water driving by it uh, on my boat as I see at the show. And I ran into a buddy of mine who was running one of the uh, Denison tenders. And he told me, he says, it's the boat show where everybody's important. Was that he was, he was slinging that as a slogan? That, he, was, he, he shot that at me like a, out of a cannon. And I was like, oh, wow, that is so perfect. And he told me, he said, the worst ones are the people coming out of the Yacht Club. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale Yacht Club. The Fort Lauderdale Yacht Club. Okay. They are the most self-important, self-righteous assholes that attend the boat show. Hmm. Okay? okay. And so, I mean, everything they, they have. To, and, and the boat show, to their credit, is doing a great job. The vendors are doing a great job catering to these suckholes. <laughs> okay, because um, everybody that was running a tender, they didn't have like four, three or four tenders. They had like eight or ten of these things. So your wait time, you can't make these people wait more than five <laughs> minutes. Otherwise, they're pissed off. Oh, Jesus. And you can't have people pissed off going to and from the boat show. I mean, I saw there was there was one there was one house, and they were running. They were running. I'm gonna kind of leave some names out of here because I don't want reprisals from some of these guys. But uh, they were running a tender service to and from one of the big mansions on the ICW. And I swear to you, they had eight tenders, and they just making circles, making circles, making circles. Yeah, I was I was uh, you know I was fishing all week in that boat show trash, yeah. and uh, I was I was kind of I don't know. I just never saw the big giant beautiful mansions on the intercoastal get signed up not not uh, no because no, there was multiples and they got yep. the big 
they had the big you know signs out the in front signs and, and all the swag and right, the flags like advertising and, banners, and yep. all that shit and i just i that, to it me wasn't that's a, that much to me i thought that was a little distasteful yeah but it wasn't it wasn't that much this year there wasn't much of that this year it was it was kind of interesting uh i saw only i really only saw one home which was the White House that had a bunch of that. The White House had it, yeah. and then that guy across the canal from him, that Tanzanite boat, they yes. had it. And did they? That, did they have signs? Signs, and uh, they were they were pimping Holman. Um, Holman. Cars. Yeah, Holman. Holman. Bentleys and yeah, yeah. stuff like that, and they had the guy parked out in the guy's backyard and the signs and everything, and then they had the boats coming and going, the tender services and all that. But the one thing that I noticed this week when I was fishing out there is it seemed like the most ridiculous boats were being sported the hardest. Oh, absolutely. There was this one company that had this new all-electric boat, Mm -hmm. Okay, which I got nothing against. I think, you know, having an all-electric boat would be kind of cool or whatever, but it looked so dumb. Like, I mean, it was horrible looking. It was like a Novi-looking boat. Yeah, yeah. You know, just the stupidest looking thing. Oh, the thing that looks like the bathtub? Right. Yeah. They. I only see that during the boat show. I never see it anywhere else at any other time of the year. I just, you know, it's like. Yeah, it's weird. If you're going to make like an electric boat, like. Make it look like something. Yeah. I mean, like. Well, Greenline makes a boat, an all electric boat that looks really nice. It's a, It looks like a trawler and it's very nice. Yeah. Well, I don't, th- I don't know, like kind of like an electric car. Like unless you know that that's an electric car, you shouldn't be able to tell it's an electric car. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's this boat went by and you're just like, what the hell? Who the what hell would buy that? that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. They, they, I guess they sell them. So, uh, and, and that's the other thing that this guy was telling me. He says the politics is off the chain stupid. This guy, he was he was hired by <clears throat> he was uh, he was hired by one of the big uh, vendors to the show, and, and they read him the riot act. They told him, "You can't talk to the girls. You can't converse with the with the with the staff. You can't. I mean, it's just like you are there to be seen and not heard." Blah blah blah. And I mean, it's just like I said, the pomp and the and the bullshit and the politics is just off the chain with with the boat show, but. I have to be honest with you, and I will call these people out because I thought it was just absolutely atrocious and disgusting, <laughs> was the Cruiser's Yachts booth. Cruiser's Yacht booth. Okay. okay. It was on the north side of Bahamar, and uh, my my cousin was looking at a Sea Ray, and I'm standing on the dock, the finger pier there. And I'm looking over, and they've got the big they've got the big display and all their boats and everything, and they were clearly catering to the nouveau riche douchebags from Miami, because they had all the girls all dressed up, and the girls were like, kind of like half-assed fake dancing on the boats, as if to suggest, you know. That's what you do. That's what you do, and you know that these girls didn't even want to be there. I mean, you knew they didn't want because you could just tell, God, I'd rather be on the pole making some real money, you know? <laughs> and, and it was just, it was, it was just, and then, of course, behind them, you had the Euro trash yacht brokers on their cell phones and their slick back hair and their man buns. And it was just like, I had to, I, I felt like I wanted to grab the nearest hose 
and take a shower after I walked away from that booth. I didn't walk onto the booth, but I had to walk past it. And I just, I could just, I could smell the slime. And the people that were coming out of that booth, they were the Miami types. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was like, God. And, the, and, 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 you're, and you're still spot on with the broker look. Oh. The broker look is so different nowadays than it was in the old days. When I was doing boat shows, the broker look was khakis, you know, like a polo shirt, you know, with your brand on it. Yeah. And then because you were at a boat show, you were allowed to wear a ball cap. Yeah. But you wore like, uh, you know. Uh, boat shoes. Boat shoes. Yeah. These guys now, like you said, they got the man bun. And, oh. the, and then they got those. Brightly see, yellow. Like bright, fuzzy yeah, shoes fuzzy and shoes. shit. Oh, just the Crocs. Let me tell you something. I had to go. I As soon as we left there, I beelined it straight uh, to HMY. So that I could get just a little bit of breath of fresh air. The way uh, HMY Yachts has the only enclave of normalcy in the boat show, and they had uh, it was just they had they had the sport fish boats, just about all Vikings, um, but they had their big yachts and everything else like that, and all their lines that they were that they were pimping. But I mean, it was just like it was like uh, as soon as you stepped into the HMY booth, it was like. Oh, <laughs> this is the way it should be. There's there's some there's some there's, just a little bit left. There's just, just a, a little, little taste. There's a little taste and that's <laughs> all it was. It was just there. It was uh, it wasn't anywhere else. Um but I did see I did see some I did see some some nice boats. Um I think the most notable boat that I saw at well there were two. There was uh, a Valhalla which is the Viking center console boat that they build viking giant okay. center console right and three and uh, a half to four and a half million well this was a 27 they do make some big ones but this was a smaller one and it looked like it was 27 or 28 feet and it had a to- it had a tow rail and it had teak appointments it was just perfect it was beautiful the lines were nice and it looked like a fish it looked like a boat that you could actually fish out of versus all these other giant outboards you know you got you know 600 horsepower mercs i I got news for you the average goog has no business owning anything with more than 300 horses on there okay and there were so many outboards big giant outboards you know million dollar outboards plus million dollar outboards um with you know three or four Five, six, four, five hundred, six hundred horsepower engines. I mean, it was just ridiculous, and it just it frightens me for our future because if those boats actually sell, whoa! I can only imagine what's going to be down there. Well, they're they're selling. Yeah, um, you know, but uh, and, but and the other boat that I saw that I really liked. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of give you a caveat on this. I saw the Nitwits again. The Nitwits. The Nitwits. You know the Nitwits. Oh. The Nitwits was the first Hatteras ever built. It was a 1960 Hull Number no. 1 41 Hatteras trunk cabin. And when I saw it like 20 years ago at the boat show, right. it was in pristine original condition with the parquet or uh, cherry wood floors. I don't remember what kind of wood it was. Uh, it had a bimini top, just like you would rig that boat in 1960. It looked like it was it, restored. It was restored in that period originally, right? Okay, and it was perfect. It was like looking at a time capsule. Everything, all the appointments were original. 
Right. And they modernized it. Uh, they put pink light, pink lights and shit no, all over it and that kind not, of thing. They didn't they didn't make it <clears throat> tacky, but they it was actually very well done to their credit, but it was modernized. And if and it, and they put a hard top on it with a tower and they put seating in the cockpit where there wasn't any and they they you know they had a a fish box in the transom that didn't used to be there and they had carpeting in the salon which was just really hard to w- w- look at <laughs> and uh, they had I think it was sea deck in the cockpit I don't I don't think it was a teak top I could be wrong about that but it was it was beautiful I mean they did a beautiful job if that was a new boat they would sell the piss out of that you think oh oh absolutely absolutely they would sell the dog shit out of that boat if it was a new boat built like that but this was the first one. Right. And it's like taking a 57 Chevy Bel Air in perfect condition and putting, you know, slapping, you know, rims and, and, under, and, and undercarriage lights on it. It's right, just, I feel no, you. come I on. I feel you, I feel you. But didn't it make you feel like, like seeing that old hat in there, did it make you feel like that's what a sport fish was originally? That's what sport fishing was supposed to be. Right, not what it is now. Well, good because at least you know? it, at least it brought that nostalgia to the to the yeah. to the people that have no clue. Right. No, exactly. And if nothing else, it reminds you of where, you know, how far sport fishing has come. And having said that, like I said, HMY seemed to be there were a couple of other sport fish boats I saw Spencer and, uh, but there wasn't much. It wasn't like the old days where you know you had three. No, in the old peers. days, you're like 40% of the boat show was sport fish boats. Or or better. All right. Or better, you know. Um, but I didn't get to go on too many boats. I didn't get to see too many boats because, you know, my cousin was shopping. Um, you know, the funny thing about it was is entry and pricing. I have... Want another beer? Uh, yeah. You know, getting into the boat show and, and pricing and everything else like that. Like I said, I mean, I paid what $17 for a beer and to be honest with you that was the only thing that I noticed the price on and it's not because I asked about how any how expensive anything was but it was because I didn't want to know I didn't look and the one really cool thing about going to the boat show now is it everything is cashless you don't have to pay cash for anything if you don't want to and everything is on a touch screen and it's not like they don't even show you the pricing they just show you the screen <laughs> and you tap your you tap your card to the screen and then they bang and, you for and an 18 bang you beer. for 18 beer 17 beer whatever okay 22 repas and whatever it was but i didn't i haven't even looked at my bank account to see what i actually spent at the boat show this year that's probably a good idea it prob- probably is, but you know what? I'm I'm uh, I'm flush enough that I don't really. It's kind of like if you have to go if you go to the boat show, and you're bitching about pricing, you, you shouldn't, shouldn't be, be at the boat show. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Okay. So I haven't looked yet. And why do you why do you think that irritates people like the 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 high parking prices and all that? They bitch about it every year. Uh-huh. What was the what was the one uh, picture that everybody posted the most? Parking. Parking. 
$150. And, and you know, the, oh, my God. It's that same price every single year. And you bitch about it every single year. It's the same thing. Knock it off. It's the boat show. It's expensive. You know it's going to be expensive. It's Why fucking... do you bitch about it every year? Right. It's BMR. It's $7 a gallon for, for gasoline at the dock there. Right. Like... So of course it's going to be fifty bucks to park. It's thirty bucks to park on a non-boat show day. Yeah, and you don't have to pay that. There's, there's, you know, there's an epiphany. No, but that's one of those things that irritates people. Kind of like when a guy in a two hundred thousand dollar car cuts you off, it bothers you a lot more than when a guy in a, in a, in a Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. but, you know. Yeah. It's no, that it, kind of thing. It, yeah. It is. And I don't know if they're pissed that they're charging the $150 or they're more pissed that somebody's actually paying it. No, deep down, they're pissed because they can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, damn sure if those were lotto winners or whatever, they wouldn't be bitching about no. the. You know what I mean? No, no, not at all. See, in my opinion, they ought to jack up the prices a little more. I think so, too. I think they to weed out the To right. weed out the riffraff. All right. You right. know, and Jesus, God Almighty, there was some riffraff there. Oh Lord, I didn't see the gold diggers as much, although it was a Thursday, so I I assume that the gold diggers that were there were probably just the day shifters, and not, not they kind of blended into the crowd a little bit more. I think the gold diggers are on a downswing right now. Be- same same with like spending cash. The more cash that's around, the more yeah that those gold diggers are around. Yeah, yeah. this They'll- whole cashless thing. They're looking for that liquid asset. Well, it's just it's it. They're more used to it. Put it that way. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I at any rate, I mean, like I said, it was easy to get around. There weren't the, there, there wasn't that many people. Um, we did grab a snack. Uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't that long to wait in line. Uh, so I mean, you know, just. Well, you did go on a Thursday. We went on a Thursday, like right. gentlemen. That's exactly. Where, like gentlemen's day is Thursday, yeah. And then Monday, if they still even do Mondays. No, anymore. it's Sundays. Today's the last day. See, see, I don't get that. In the old days, they always opened again on Monday because the guys who were really serious about stroking checks would stroke the checks on Monday. Mm-hmm. They'd come back two, three days later after getting all their info and shit like your cousin did. Yeah. And then on the Monday is when you would get your checks. Yeah. For the and, most part, not and, like you couldn't get a check the other days, but that was like operating and, and procedure. That, and I think that had a lot to do with the attitude of the sales holes because they were hard selling my cousin like a bitch. I mean, hard selling him. Really? Because they knew that if he walked out, he wouldn't buy that boat right then and there. And that was their goal. They knew that they didn't have that second shot at him on a Monday if he was serious mm-hmm. because Sunday's the last day. And by the way, Here's a tip that we never, we never, we never divulged, and you can keep this and put this in your pocket for next year if you're listening out there. Boat show tip: the last day of boat show is always the best day to get deals. And I'm not talking about deals on boats. Their boat, their boat show pricing is set. Whatever well, lures, it is, it is shoes, lures, shoes, right? You know all the all the little stuff. You know what I mean? And um, you know, I didn't. I didn't. Actually, quite frankly, I thought the vendor game was a little weak. Was it? Yeah. I, I wanted to. There were a couple of things that I wanted to buy, because there's always a few things that you always buy at the boat show. You always buy cheap shoes. <laughs> you always buy um, a ballet hoop. You know, hoop net. And you always buy a chamois. 
Those three things, you're required to buy those. And I didn't see a chamois guy. Really? There were no chamois guys, or at least I didn't see them. I didn't see Ballyhoop. I did not see them. They might have been at the convention center, but I only rifled through there once really quick. But I didn't see them, and I didn't really see any advertising for it, so I'm pretty sure they weren't there. I think um, these are all Amazon companies now. Well, they don't even care to show I mean, shit. They might be. And um, what was the third thing? I don't remember. I did see Josh Jorgensen there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He told me. Oh, I didn't. He didn't tell me. I saw his advertisement that he was going to be at the boat show. Yeah. What was he doing? Bullshitting with people. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you, why he would go to the expense of displaying he, at the boat show. He's I, pushing I, apparel. Is he's that pushing what it his was? brand. Yeah, he's pushing yeah. apparel pretty hard. So maybe well, that was that might motivating factor. Or maybe he's just doing content. Maybe he just was going there for content. I don't know. I just knew that he was there and he made some announcements yeah. and he was telling his audience that he could see him there and that kind of thing. And he was bullshitting with some people, so I didn't even go up to him. And oh, you didn't talk to him? I didn't talk to him. I didn't introduce myself from being the he would have liked him, yeah. co-host of the Real Guy podcast. podcast. <laughs> By the way, I can't. I, I can't, uh, I can't introduce myself anymore as Captain Norm from the Weekly Fisherman. Why? Well, I might have gotten fired. Did you get thrown off Weekly Fisherman? Sort of. Okay, I had a, uh, I had a, I, I had one of our sponsors, the the big, the main sponsor of the show. I had some of their electronics on my boat, and I haven't been happy with them lately. And you know me, I made no bones about it, and kind of put it out there and the host of the show who's a very good friend of mine and did me some huge favors by the way so i'm not going to knock him uh he called me up he says hey norm uh what are you doing <laughs> like, like, no, what, like, what the hell yeah that's and, that sponsor it's like you're yeah not, you're, like if you're not supposed to tell the truth no and and so and so i said oh boy you know what i didn't even think about it when i posted that so he said well listen you have to do either of two things you have to either recuse yourself from the show or you need to uh, you need to pull that post down. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do you one even better. I'm going to do both. Because right now, uh, first of all, out of respect for you, um, I didn't mean that to come back on the show in any kind of a negative way. Uh, so I pulled it down like as we were speaking on the phone. And uh, then uh, I told him, I said, listen, right now I can't get behind this brand because I am having this much trouble with it. And he turned around to his credit. I mean, talk about a real guy right. having friends. Right. All right. He called up the main dude uh, who oversees, I guess, the dis- distribution of the Southeast in Florida. Right. And this guy showed up at my boat two days later to troubleshoot my shit. Well, that's good. He, he got some, me he up got and some going. attention. So, I mean, whoa. That was. That's and I didn't ask for that favor. He just said, "Hey, I'm sending this guy down there. He's going to call you right away." And they did. So you know, there's a lot to be said. And I'm gonna, you know, they get me straightened up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some, uh, I'm gonna have some positive things to say about it in the future. Um, but you know, the 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 jury's still out until that happens. Right. Right. Um, well, it, dude, at least you know. At least I think I would have got more traction though. If I just introduced myself to Josh as the co-host of the Real Guy podcast, yeah, yeah. Well, but you know, he's familiar. Yeah, I mean, he probably listens. You know, we talk a little bit, but he would have loved to meet you, and um, you probably would have liked him. Yeah, he's, but I didn't do any name dropping. 
You didn't Busaka the I piss out I of the guy? No, I didn't. I didn't do any name dropping. I saw a guy Harvey. Um, he's such a nice guy, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, I saw a bunch of people that I know. But I mean, I didn't. I didn't. And I, you know, did you hear anybody name dropping? Were people name dropping like the old days, or not really? Not really. I don't think they know what Thursday. to name drop about. It's like, Thursday, what are you going to name drop about? Oh, dude, do you know this broker that I know? You know, the guy with the man bun and the fuzzy shoes? <laughs> like, you can't really name drop down there, though, more. <laughs> the old days, you might have run into, like, Peter Miller or Reggie Fountain or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, somebody cool that you could, like, throw the name out there. Who are you going to throw out there no. anymore? No, uh, you know, there's just, there's, there's, there's no way to do it at the boat <laughs> show anymore. That's a good point. I never even thought about that. And even if you did name drop, right. they wouldn't know who those people are. Right. So name, name dropping might be a thing of the past, Norm. It, it, it could be. I mean, if, if Busaka's listening to this, and I assume that he will, he, 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 he might have been a little bit off his game. So before we move on, I just want to make it perfectly clear to the audience that you've now been thrown off of Twitter <laughs> Facebook. No, I've never been on Twitter. Oh, you never been thrown off no, of Twitter? No, no. You should get an account and get thrown off. I may have an account. I think I set one up when I owned the bar, but I've never even used it. I don't. I couldn't even tell you how to log into it. Well, dude. Yeah. I mean, you've got thrown off all the other platforms. Yeah. And now got thrown off a radio show. Yeah, radio show. You might as well sign up for X yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. And get thrown off that. Yeah. And then sign up for Threads and get thrown off that. Yeah. I mean, you might as well be batting a thousand. Well, I haven't been thrown off Instagram yet. It seems like Instagram has some pretty lax uh, moderation there. You haven't been thrown off Instagram yet? No, not yet. yet. Mm -mm. Norm. I know. Are you slipping? No. In fact, I, I go out there and lay it out there you know, as much as I can. I don't really get into Instagram as much as I am on, on other platforms, though. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Dude, don't, don't sweat getting thrown off the radio show. No, I don't. I'm not, I don't. Or, but, but let's just say that in this studio. Yeah. You, you, you got a little more room. There's a little more security little here. A little bit more, a little bit more job security. A little, little security <laughs> here. Right? And the audience. And I want you to know that, uh, last year's boat show tip. Um, podcast. Yeah, got mega listens in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> People had to refresh themselves on the boat show rules that you put up for last I year. Put, I, and you know something? I I mean I I I I adhered to to most of the rules. You know what I mean? I mean I had I gave you know all the free stuff was was in 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 Brooks's hands. I didn't want to. I didn't go in there. Well, I kind of went in there with a posse. I had people around me, and uh, you know, I looked like I'd been there before. You know, I didn't want to dress up too much, and I didn't want to dress down too much. You know, so I was kind of. Didn't want to look like the women. I didn't want to look. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you know, I had a I I had a beautiful lady with me. So I mean, it was like I didn't want to I didn't want to look like 
I was too desperate, and I'd never took any selfies. I didn't wear any open-toed shoes. I didn't have any open sores. So, I mean, I think I was kind of, I think I was respectful of, of, of the process. And, and you sported your old lady? Yeah, well, she's not my old lady, but um, but she's you know very good friend. She's good looking. So I mean, you know, when I rolled up the dock, you know, the you know the slime balls were looking. Good. You know, I mean, if you're gonna sport your old lady, <laughs> it's a great place to sport your old lady is the boat show. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and she was dressed smart. Uh, she was dressed smart. She wasn't looking like the gold digger type. You know, she she had a like a like a sort of like a flowery Hawaiian type of. You know, she looked right holding she, a, a a cone of big wave. Um, and you know, she was wearing a tank. So, I mean, she was, you know, she was looking the part too, you know, but not the gold digger part, you know? And, right. and so, you know, well, I mean, I'm not going to put it past the audience. I mean, I know we're going to catch a lot of shit this, this year, because not only did you attend the boat show, but Busaka yeah. attended the boat show yeah. and there's a lot of hardcores in our fan base that are like, Oh no, they didn't. And they kind of like stomped yeah, but around you know what? a little we bit. We have to shit. come around. We have to come around. And if we're going to walk, if we're going to talk the talk, we occasionally have to walk the walk. And by that I mean is, you know, we have to come back with a report once in a while. It might be another 20 years till I go again. <laughs> They're going to have to roll me through it and I'll, I'll, I'll make another report. But, I mean, at least I had a reason to go this year. Well, I want the audience to understand that you do have a major disclaimer. You brought Brooks. Brooks had never seen a boat show. Great. Oklahoma kid. That's yeah, the yeah. Open his eyes up. Let him see what it's all about. Yeah. And I get it. You'll do anything for your kid. Right. In a right. couple of weeks, I'm going to have to wear a tux with a tail on it. Say what? I'm going to have to wear a tux with a tail. In the name of God, why? My kid. For what? My kid's a debutante. They have this big ball. And I do the waltz and everything, and I'm going to have a, a tail on and everything. Okay. And that's what but I mean. you have to wear the hat. Everything. No, you have to, no, no, no. You have to wear the Lunker Dog hat. No. Dude. dude this is strict How shit. are you going to go to a debutante ball not repping? Because it's strict. Remember, remember the birthday mom I told you about? I got to think about how you're going to do this. Well, you can't because it's like dealing with birthday moms. These people <laughs> are seriously worried about your tux and that you look uniform and the whole thing and all Can that. Can you wear sneakers with the tux? No. Norm, this is what I'm telling you. you. You will do anything for your kid. Like if my kid decided... So you're going to totally clean up. Are you going to shave? I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trim up my grill a good bit. I don't know if I'm going to shave clean or nothing. But I am going to... Wear the tail, and we're, and you know a lot of people in the, uh, you know don't know. But I Are was going to go with the top hat. Yeah, I'm going with the whole uniform that the dads have to go to to represent at debutante. But it's the perfect example that you will do anything for your kids. You're going to wear a pair of Fosters or, or not Fosters, but uh, Costas, right? Something like that. It's, I think it's a nighttime thing. God damn. I'm going to do the waltz. I've never done the waltz before. Oh, really? Yeah. Is Nicole going to show you how to do that? Yeah, I got to go She's through She's got to know. I got to go through these little lessons things. A little practice with the kid. You're going to dancing lessons for this? I'm dancing lessons off YouTube in my living room. <laughs> yeah, I'm going down to the galt to hang out with the old people. <laughs> for, get a few lessons in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the fact of the matter is, 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 is yeah. it's, it's true. Yep. You'll do anything for your kid, yep. including sub subjecting yourself to the Flibs Boat Show in 2023, Norm. I, I had to so do it. So you can it. put that on your list of achievements as a dad. I had to do it. I and had to do it. 
helping your cousin out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. A little generosity there, Norm. Yeah. And I attended an after party. And you know what I'm doing, right? Yeah. What's that? I'm trying to soften up all the posts I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to get them anyway. Well, Busaka will take the brunt of them. Did Busaka take a dump at the boat show this year? I don't know. We're going to get a full report from Busaka also. But one thing I am doing with Busaka that's going to be a little bit different this year. So we're going to do two episodes on the boat okay. show, one with you, one with Busaka. But with Busaka, um, I told Busaka to keep his eyes out on the environmental front. Because we're going to give the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show an ESG score. (laughs) Seriously, one of the things that irritates me about the boat show nowadays, okay, is that they totally destroy the intercoastal for a quarter of the year so that everybody can go see the boat show. And the same companies that are telling you how, you know, we sell boats and we... Love the environment. We love the ocean. We do it. They were all at the boat show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at the boat show, the amount of trash and the amount of pilings and gawk and shit that goes down during the boat show that totally destroys the whole ecosystem. Yeah. And they're in that environment yelling at everybody, screaming to everybody at the top of their lungs how green they are as companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, you know me. I'm I'm a bastard about things like that. But hey. Call spade a spade. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it, it's I, I, it's going to be interesting to see what he comes back with. And I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. He's doing, he's doing, we're going to do SG, and he's also doing the food report. Okay. And is he going to do a shitter report? Well, from what I understand, he was going after the crack conk. So after doing okay. crack conk, the chances of him going to the shitter and being able to give a shitting report is... 90%. Tammy told me that she... She had to use the restroom? She, she had to use the restroom, and she told me that it was very clean. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I and they, heard, weren't, and I, they weren't using those... They weren't using those... Uh, those porta, portalettes. They weren't using those. They, were, they had trailers. These were like big trailers. Were they... Shitter were they, trailers. Were they air-conditioned? I don't know. I bet you they were. Know. You gotta have to ask Busaka. You know, I don't know if they were powered, if they had, you know, dryers in them. Or I didn't go. I mean, I've always heard through the grapevine that the women's bathroom was worse than the men's bathroom. Anywhere you go in any public facility, any restaurant, any bar, any event, I don't care where it is, the women's room is always worse than the men's room. Women are total slobs when it comes to the restrooms. <laughs> total freaking Slops. After being, after having been in the the uh, uh, the bar business for five years, day in and day out, it was the women's restrooms that were just absolutely destroyed. And for her to come out and say it was clean, I think that's a big kudos to the boat show. Yeah, yeah. I'll give I'll, I'll give it to him, yeah. and I'll just I'll just assume that it was air conditioned in there for the ladies. I would think. I, I mean, I don't know, but I would think. We'll, we'll get the full report from Busaka. We'll get the food report from Busaka. We'll do the ESG score with Busaka. And then it'll be cool to get. Do you think they have boudets in the women's shitters at the boat show? No. No? I don't think so. I think, I think, I think maybe in certain places might. Maybe they do. Maybe they have a boudet on the mega yachts for the guys 
either wife or yeah or whatever chick yeah, she's yeah, sporting yeah, yeah but i don't think like the for everybody for the public yeah but you can't go into a mega yacht and blow it up well you can if you got the if you got the you know i think you have to take a deposit first i was gonna say if you got the financials <laughs> for it you can do anything you want <laughs> you know and that's and that's the other thing too is like i don't understand why these big mega yacht companies don't have a forensic accountant in the booth at all times. <laughs> like before you get on the boat, before you get on the boat, let me check your books. Yeah. I think that they have to pre-qualify you. And the other thing that I saw, and I don't know which boat company started this, but it started it about 20 years ago, is the free sea trials. Are I you, didn't see that many boats doing sea trials. I saw some when I was fishing on Thursday and Friday yeah. out there, and I saw the... I saw them going out, and it was windy as balls, and yeah. they were all going out the inlet, and they were all coming right back. And I was like, I was telling my clients then, I was like, uh, a lot of these sea trials are free. Do you mean my dad would have punched me in the face if I'd have took somebody out on a salt shaker for a sea trial without having a friggin' deposit already? They they still do. Do they? they? they oh yeah. I mean, I, I my cousin, I. I my cousin had asked about sea trials, and they're like, yeah, if you want to do a sea trial, we get to take a deposit. But her dad's... Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.